Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up in Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulus, and today I am joined by Dr. Gregory Robson, and we are going to discuss the virtue of justice. Let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Hope you're enjoying this series on the virtues. Uh, I was in the overview in the last week. We kind of dove deep into prudence. Uh, prudence, kind of that guiding principle, the guiding virtue to the other virtues. Now we're today, we're going to step into the virtue of justice, which in its in most basic form is giving one their due, giving somebody what they are due. Uh, again, this manifests itself in so many parts of our lives, whether it's at work or at home. Um, throughout, whether, and we'll talk about this within the spiritual life, there's so many facets to justice. Um, and I think, you know, especially with the the word social justice being uh, thrown around so often, just the word justice, people really want to have a just society. Um, you know, what does that look like? I think it's way more complicated um, than a lot of people seem to think. I think people have lost a lot of the, the actual meaning of the word justice. Uh, and so excited to have on Dr. Robson today to discuss the virtue of justice. So we're going to head to a short break, and we will be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dr. David Ball from Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-255-3546, dmisurgeons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at dearyames.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Dino Storage, 2725 2nd Avenue in Des Moines, offering monthly rentals, indoor climate-controlled storage, and package delivery to your unit. Learn more at dinostorage.com. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to have on Dr. Greg Robeson. He is a, an assistant professor of philosophy at Iowa State University, friend of mine. I've uh, gotten to know him uh, over the last couple of years here. And he he approached me uh, about uh, Aristotle a few years ago when I was talking about Aristotle. And uh, we, we got into some philosophical conversations around that. And as I am uh, kind of working through the virtues here, uh, he's been helping me out uh, finding guests and now joining me to discuss the virtue of justice. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. It's great to spend this time with you and your listeners. Hey, well, let's let's do this. Can you give our, our listeners a little background on yourself, maybe a bit on how, how you have come to be the guy I'm talking to, uh, the virtue of justice with, and maybe what gives you uh, the, oh, the credence to, to discuss this and be the expert on the subject? Sure. So uh, I'm a philosopher with 
background in uh, economics, business, and political science. And I teach and write in the areas of moral, social, and political philosophy, including some work in business ethics and technology ethics. So I've been uh, studying Aquinas' work for a while and Aristotle's work and uh, do a fair amount of teaching and writing on virtue ethics in particular. Yeah. Well, yeah, when we were when we were talking about, you know, which one to have you on for, you signed up for for justice. And I said, I think for, for all the virtues, but I think maybe this one specifically, I, I really want to know the, the background of the history of how, how did how did this framework come about that justice was then seen as as a virtue? Where did you know, which philosophers were the first ones to come up with this? And then how did it get refined and then into the Catholic world? You know, how did justice become one of the four cardinal virtues that we speak of? Great question. So maybe I'll say first a bit about what justice is, and then uh, and then I can say a bit about the history afterward, if you'd mm-hmm. like. Uh, so justice is commonly thought of as an individual and a social virtue. Okay, so it's an excellence. It's an excellence of individual human beings, and an excellent person is a just person. I mean, it's also an excellent feature of social institutions. And so we say things like a government is just or unjust, meaning that it's a better government if it's just and worse if it's unjust. So justice as a virtue is, a, is actually a kind of a way of thinking we employ all the time, even without knowing. So as drivers, for example, we use our turn signals. Okay, why do we use our turn signals? Well, we do so because at least many of us think we owe it to other drivers to give them a heads up so that they can coordinate what they're doing. So we wouldn't be excellent drivers if we never used a turn signal, for example. Uh, students, as another example, they don't cheat on exams, and when they don't cheat on exams, that's not just because they fear getting caught. Um, morally, it's because they think that it's the wrong thing to do. It would give them an unfair advantage over others. Also, uh, you, know, you can think of uh, ourselves as you know, husbands or wives. Uh, husbands and wives need to give each other time as spouses. So if you give your spouse too little time, that can be a private, private injustice. It can be a, a private way of not giving your spouse their due. So really, in the social world, uh, when we're dealing with our spouses, when we're dealing with friends, colleagues, uh, fellow citizens, and so forth, we're constantly trying to give the right amount of time and effort and energy and so on to them. And so Thomas Aquinas, for example, whom I'll talk about a bit later, um, discusses this as the virtue of justice. So as an individual virtue in that way. Uh, but justice is also a social virtue. So I'll just say briefly, um, you know, you can think of justice, for example, in terms of just governments, as I've said, uh, and you can think here of the so-called principle of subsidiarity. And this is the idea that in a just society, uh, government will be done at the lowest level feasible. Okay, so it doesn't mean that, therefore, at the lowest level always, but it means that uh, uh, when you have regulations, for example, of public policies, they'll be done at a low level if, if possible locally. So, for example, uh, presumably we wouldn't want the federal government to determine the arrangement of traffic lights in Ames, Iowa. Um, if, if Washington, D.C. policymakers were determining uh, very local level matters, uh, that might be morally problematic. And there's, of course, a whole lot to consider there. Um, but that's an example of the principle of subsidiarity. So, so justice is a virtue that really reigns in our selfishness and it helps us uh, socially. So it helps to promote the common good and it helps us as individual persons to develop um, in the way we treat other people. 
So the, the idea, the definition I've always heard is that you're giving someone what, what is their due, right? So I, I, the the virtue of justice is uh, is seen in, at least especially in the individual level, how I treat people in what is due to them, right? Uh, and that could be in that that manifests itself in in a, in a myriad of ways. And I, I, I I'm assuming Thomas Aquinas would agree with that definition of it. Uh, I, I'm curious to the extent that you agree with what I just said there. Who decides what is due somebody? Great question. So, um, so first, yes, uh, justice is uh, typically thought of as a matter of giving others their due. So it's an other-regarding virtue. So you have the cardinal virtues of justice, prudence, temperance, and fortitude. And you, know, you can think of uh, temperance, for example. Uh, so a temperate person has that virtue because of how they act uh, themselves. So typically they, they avoid gluttony, for example. Okay, that's not an other regarding virtue per se. It's not one that is directly related to treatment of other people. But justice is related to treatment of, of other people. And as you say, Joe, it's uh, specifically about giving others their due. Um, now, you asked who decides what others do is, what's owed to other people. Um, that's a really good question. It's a, it's partly a practical question. So for one thing, we have to decide in our own lives as, as husbands, wives, friends, colleagues, and so on, we have to decide uh, or at least make a judgment about uh, what we owe other people. Um, and that can be, again, in terms of our time, in terms of the uh, use of our, our skills or talents or what have you, our resources, our money. Uh, we have to make a judgment, and, and it's hard to make that judgment call in many cases. Uh, similarly, a political community, in a way, has to make a judgment as well. So policymakers, in some cases, need to, to do their best, hopefully, to decide um, about just allocations of resources or just political rights and liberties and so on. Yeah, it's interesting as justice flows. So you know, like we talked during the prudence episode, that, you know, prudence is the the overarching virtue that directs the other virtues, right? So if I have the wisdom of prudence, I then have the ability to know what is just and unjust uh, more fully. And so then it comes down to this idea of, you know, and I know Aquinas, if I know, if I, if what I've been told is correct, that he wrote more on justice than any other virtue. And I, I don't think that's because it's the most important uh, of them. Uh, it's obviously one of the four most important virtues, but I, I think it is because it, it it shows itself in so many ways. Uh, I feel like justice can manifest itself in so many ways. I'm, I'll pass the, the ball back to you on this. You know, when we're, when we're looking at our lives, where, where do we see, maybe first off from Aquinas' standpoint, what was his major theme on justice or something that's overarching when Aquinas talks about justice? And then how does that, how do you see it manifesting itself in our day-to-day lives? So for Aquinas, justice is a steady and lasting disposition to give others what is their right to have. So basically, it's, um, it's a disposition to give others their due. Now, one thing that's important about that is that it's part of our character. So Aquinas follows Aristotle, uh, whom Aquinas called, um, in an honorific way, the philosopher, because Aristotle's philosophy uh, came into uh, circulation during Aquinas' lifetime in that era, uh, when in a, in Aquinas lived from 1225 to 1274. Um, and so Aquinas follows Aristotle, and Aristotle said, look, I'm um, just kind of zooming out a bit here, Joe, Aristotle said, happiness, you know, the most fulfilling life, the best life, is a life of virtue and external goods. 
He meant by that, happiness is a life in which we practice virtues well, such as justice, and a life in which we have goods like, say, health and wealth, goods that are important for a life well-lived, but are subject to luck. Like you can, you know, lose your money uh, because the, the market turns, you know, there's a downturn in the market or your health can go uh, in, in a bad direction if suddenly a disease, um, you know, strikes one and so on. So Aquinas follows Aristotle, but he says, look, as far as practical uh, living um, what we're after is happiness in the sense of blessedness. So for Aquinas, he thinks that we want the beatific vision, which is being in full communion with God. We want the vision of God, and that's basically what, what heaven is. In short, it's being in perfect communion with God based on our own free choices, the characters we develop, including our virtues, like the virtue of justice, and then God's grace in helping us throughout our lives and, and afterward, according to Aquinas. So as I'm looking at my my life, I know obviously the, the the sin of just sin of justice, the virtue of justice is related to a lot of the sins that are that like, could be committed um, against neighbor, against God, against others. Uh, I, I'll, I'll turn the ball over to you. I've got some thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts on where 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 is this happening most? Where where would I see this virtue of justice in myself uh, as a as a father uh, in my work environment? Where what would be the guiding principles? of me trying to live a just life uh, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, so, I mean, one one area is uh, this really important area, I think, in our society today, which is that of, uh, you know, the, the home life and giving enough time to one's spouse, one's kids, and then afterward, you know, one's fr- friends, neighbors, colleagues, and so on. Um, another area, of course, is uh, living out one's vocation well. So for a follower of Aquinas, uh, it's important to live out a vocation in a way that brings one closer to God. Um, and then there are other things as well, uh, and just briefly, uh, for example, being a good citizen, uh, which might involve, say, driving and using your turn signal when you drive as a small but important thing uh, to, to get along well with others. I like how you. What do you think? I was say I like how you're telling me that if I use my turn signal, I'm a just man. So that's good. I mean, I think <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a virtuous man because of that. Um, yes, indeed. No, some things I had, you know, I, I think this is an interesting one because things that I tend to not, I think we've covered a lot. So to me, um, justice, right? If What's a just thing would be if I um, borrow my neighbor's snowblower or lawnmower or something and I break it. Well, it's not just for me to just give it back to them and in a broken form, right? There's some level of expectation uh, in humanity that says, you know, he expected this to come back as good or better than it was when he gave it to me. And so it's unjust for me to to treat his stuff that way. So that's, to me, a very standard, easy way to understand this. But I, I believe as you look, as you get deeper into it, things like gossip, uh, things like, you know, my neighbor's reputation or someone at work, um, if you're if you're saying bad things about them, if you, especially if you're saying untrue things about them, or you're just painting them in a in a bad light. Now you're being unjust to the reputation. Again, now we're we're kind of taking an extra step further down this down this road. I think we're all pretty. It's easy to see it in the physical. You know, if I you know not hitting people, not you know things like that. But I think we get down this road on how we're treating our neighbor, and it's the way we speak about them. Uh, it's the way that you know everyone is due. The, the reputation, you know, a good reputation, or at least as long as they deserve it. Um, and so to proactively 
work against that. That is that is a sin against justice. Are there things that I'm missing when it comes to? Because I've got other thoughts on, on. Again, I'm talking first off. I think maybe not familiarly uh, like with spouse. I think it's a different. You know, there's different levels of of ways to treat them. But just your general neighbor, people at work. Are there other examples of how justice would come into play um, with kind of the everyday people you're running into? Yeah, so I think what you what you said is exactly right. So uh, there can be violations of commutative justice with one's neighbors, for example. Uh, so if you borrow something and uh, you don't return it, uh, that can be a violation of so-called commutative justice. Uh, then there's also political justice, which works in a couple of directions for Aquinas. Uh, there's distributive justice in which a political community gives individuals their due. So um, perhaps uh, the poor are owed enough money to get by on, to not starve, and so forth. And if that's the case, which seems very plausible to many, then uh, it would be the case that a political community should provide for the poor, at least if private actors aren't aren't sufficiently provided for the poor. Uh, But then there's also a third kind of uh, justice that Aquinas discusses called general justice. And this is a justice in which members of a political society give the political community their due. So uh, they pay taxes that they ought to pay, for example. And for Aquinas, Joe, as you say, uh, justice is a very broad-reaching virtue. It really reaches into every sphere of of social life in a way. So uh, just to take uh, a couple of examples, uh, one is justice in exchange. Aquinas had a view which is now much discussed and and debated, including by uh, so-called marginalists who are economists who have a certain view on justice in exchange. But the idea is, Look, if you give somebody an apple, okay, and you say, here's an apple, I know you need the apple, um, and in fact, I know you're really hungry and you don't have any other food. If you charge the person then $50 for the apple, that would be an unjust kind of, of exchange. And for Aquinas, it would be unjust because there wouldn't be an equality of things exchanged, okay? So there would be, uh, it'd be too much money for the apple, money incommensurate with the, with the value of, of the apple. Um, and then there's also the case of giving money to the poor, for example. So Aquinas says, uh, look, you can earn and keep money, uh, all the money you need in order to live out your vocation well. Uh, but then after that, Aquinas says, if, say, you're a decamillionaire, uh, there's an obligation to give money back to the community to help those who, who can't help themselves at the moment, who don't have enough food to eat or what have you. Uh, so those are a couple of other, other examples. Yeah, and he keeps he has a lot of what, what I, I think are considered sub virtues, right? So under the overarching uh, virtue of justice, there are ones that again I think don't come to mind uh, until you in, unearth the beautiful, brilliant mind of uh, Thomas Aquinas, where he gets into things like patriotism, right? So um, this idea that we have something due to our country as a citizen of it, um, and he calls that this virtue of patriotism. And I think there's an example of you know we we should put our children first, right? So I love all children and I want the best for all children, but I have a special, um, a special devotion to my own and a special, uh, you know, God has given me a, a special privilege to be able to uh, put more time and effort into my own children. It's the same kind of thing when it comes to this virtue of, of patriotism. What, what are my duties to country? Do I have, what are my expectations uh, as a citizen of this country? And that it falls under, Justice again, something I wouldn't have normally thought about, and the one I, I think is probably, arguably one of the most important, if not the most important part of justice, uh, is justice to God. So, what is due? Um, what is due to God? Well, 
in the Catholic world, we would say everything, right? So we, we have to give God did everything for us. He gave us everything. There's nothing we can even do um, to make up for what God has given to us. So we just do what we can. Um, and that is, that is praise. That is worship. Uh, that is giving him our best. That is giving him our first fruits. Uh, so it's un, we're an unjust person if we are not uh, seeking the Lord if we're not giving him what is due him. And I think that was kind of an eye opener for me that, that and uh, it's again, the, the Catholic church, they try to make it as simple as possible. Right. So they say, you know, go to mass every Sunday. That's part of your, your duty as a, as a, as a Catholic, you have to do that. Well, that's actually because it's underneath this, this rubric of justice, because it's unjust to, to not give God Latria to give him the praise that is due him. And I thought that was a, a very eye opening to me to see praise of God under the virtue of justice. But there it is. Thomas Aquinas is very, very clear uh, in that. Quite so. So in Aquinas' discussion of justice, uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, there are a number of questions. He devotes the most attention to the virtue of justice. I think he has around 60 questions in the Summa Theologia, his compendium of theology. And a lot of the discussion centers on uh, basically what's involved in giving one's life to God and, and really living out the kind of life that uh, we as as, uh, as social and, and political animals, in a sense, who are created by God, who are made in the image and likeness of God uh, on account of our capacity to reason, which is different from the, the mental capacities of, of other um, other uh, animals, you might say, although we're, we're, uh, we, we supersede them. Um, so Aquinas says a lot about religion, and really, as you say, Joe, it's uh, a key part of it is, you know, thinking about how best to devote one's life to God. So if we're a Catholic, it's going to Mass, it's saying the Rosary, it's praying, and it's doing all those things wholeheartedly. Um, and Aquinas would counsel, like, wholeheartedly with attention to detail and not just going through the motions. Uh, so those are, those are, in fact, uh, things we owe to God, so that it, we can never fully repay God for what God has done for us as, as our creator, Aquinas would say. Um, but our part is to basically give God everything we can. Yeah. And again, this is, it's, it's so interesting to me that that comes under this, you know, f- this virtue of justice. So we got about a minute left. Are there other Things, other places that you think are important for us to highlight or other other resources you want to give uh, for further reading uh, for the audience? Well, one thing I'd I'd point to is uh, Fred Fredoso from Notre Dame has a translation of Thomas's uh, work, the Summa Theologiae, um, online. Uh, You can simply Google it, and uh, he's translated, I think, into a very accessible form, uh, the, the Summa. And there are also very short versions. Peter Kraft has a version, and others do as well. Um, and yeah, I'd like to just say thanks for having me on, Joe, and thanks to your listeners for checking out the interview. Uh, they should feel free to reach out uh, to me at my Iowa State uh, email address if they'd like to. And I have one final thought, if I could, and, and I guess I'd leave it at that. Uh, so, I mean, look, maybe none of us will ever be fully just in our lifetime, so maybe we'll never reach a point of treating everyone exactly as they ought to be treated. That's no easy task. Uh, but even so, I just wanted to stress that justice is still an ideal worth striving for. So it's a virtue that orders a human life to excellence, and it's also a virtue, a social virtue, that helps us to secure institutions like families, churches, clubs, the state, the marketplace, and so on, to ensure that these are working for uh, the common good. So uh, with that, I would just say, uh, you know, I think we should all try to do our part, and 
very often, not necessarily, but very often that starts with ordering our own lives uh, towards justice. Well, I, I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that, that thought. I think that's a great way to end it. Again, I think as I, as I explore all the virtues, the more I just realize that as we study them and the more that we try to habituate them, the better that we'll all be as people. So Greg, thanks so much uh, for joining me today. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me on. All right, stick around. We're headed to a short break and we'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences, mchs.edu. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. My help comes from you. You're right here My thanks again to Dr. Robson for helping us uh, on the virtue of justice. I also need to make a plug. I have to thank him in general, uh, as I mentioned already um, in, the, in that interview. But it, it bears repeating this series couldn't have been done without him. Uh, again, I'd been procrastinating it for some time. Uh, I, you know, I sometimes procrastinate. Oftentimes I'm a doer. This is one where I just knew that it was going to be a lot of work, quite honestly, because it just, I mean, to find these guys, finding the right guy for the right thing. Um, I wanted to make sure that each episode had someone who was dialed in on this specific virtue and was excited about it. I got that, um, but it was a lot with the help of Dr. Robson. So I uh, need to put a plug in for, for that. So this, this idea of justice, again, I think we, we oftentimes lose sight of just how deep it goes, right? So it's not just, you know, I think people think justice, I think the laws, I think following the laws and giving people um, what they were just to do. But I think there's way more to it than that. I think, again, we can see it uh, in, our, in our families, especially um, with, with our spouses and our children. You know, what is just, what is truly their due? I think we see it a lot, um, you know, in society, at, at work and whatnot. But I really think the one that to me, was was kind of an eye opener as I got into this world of studying this is that you know what is due to God you know what is due to to God is is this idea of, of latria this idea of praise this idea of worship He gave us everything um, and so the, the the virtue of justice compels us um, to give God His due obviously to give others their due which I think we all hopefully understand hopefully we'll understand it better um, but also that the God falls into this idea of justice as well so thank you for joining me today on man up on Iowa Catholic radio I am Joe Stapios it's time to man up man up inspiring men to live out their call to holiness 